Parthosen Gupta, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Centre for India and Global Business podcast series today. Um, let's begin by talking about your film, which we've just watched at the art cinema, Let the Wind Blow. Why did you make it and what do you think of its current state of success? Well, when I, when I, when I passed out of the FIMIS, the film school that I was studying in, I I had to decide very quickly that I, had, I want to, wanted to make my first film. And, and the first story that came to my mind was my own story. And I said that I, I want to tell my, my own story, keeping in tradition with the French Nouvelle Vague. Uh, but then I, then I realized very quickly that I've, I, I had to tell my story and set it in some kind of political, socio-political background. So I had to adapt my story. In, so I, I took my character as me, uh, growing up in Bombay in a... In a slightly popular area outside Bombay in, in a suburb. And then if I was... I tried to imagine myself as to how I would be if I was born now. There was a young boy now, like Arjun, my, my protagonist. And because India... In the film, India is it's at, at the junction where it says, oh, we're going to become a globalised power. We're going to become a next big power. And, and lots of new things start happening in India. Uh, things start to open up. There's an economic boom. People start getting rich. But then my characters are people who have been ignored by this economic boom. So that's the story I wanted to tell. I just I thought that's the story I need to tell because... And it's also m- about one character giving confidence to the other to, to overcome their upbringing and the attitudes that, that they thought that they would have to live by. Yes, the film is, 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 is... There are two characters in the film. One who is for change and one who is confused because... But that, that's exactly... It, it, I try to portray the, the, the situation that young people from, from popular backgrounds would be in when globalization arrived in India. And so what, where were they going to place themselves in that, in that economic boom? So the two characters act as, as, as two points of the discussion. One saying, we have to move forward, the times have changed, we have to move forward. And the other says, wait a minute, but is that not going to change everything, the way we look at things, the way everything is built, our structures, uh, the, the fact that I live with my mother, my, uh, that I'm in love with this girl, isn't that all going to change? Because if you start thinking about, just about earning money and, and, and being rich and, and successful, what about all these things which make human life very important? And, and also, you admitted earlier, it's autobiographical in nature. Yes, it is autobiographical in nature because I, 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 I mean, lots of things in, in Arjun's life that you see in the film are, are, are inspired from my, my own life. And uh, I myself left, left that world and, and I, I had a scholarship and I went, I went to France and, and, I, when I, and I studied cinema in France. And so I changed my life. I changed my destiny because my destiny, like, like Arjun's destiny, was to uh, get myself a degree, get a job and then, you know, slave my life taking a train. That's what most of my family did and most of my family does. I have brothers in India who, who live that life. So I changed my life, but it was, was it destiny or did I actively change it? It's the question I ask myself. The focus of the day-long conference here at uh, Judge Business School is called Globalisation of Indian Cinema, Opportunities for the West. As an independent filmmaker, how do you uh, envisage the West's engagement with the Indian film industry? Are there going to be tensions? Uh, I think the West really wants to engage with India. They are very interested. There are more and more people coming to India trying to find ways of, of you know, working with, with India. But 
the problem today is that we it's it's just the beginning and, and nobody really knows how and when and how they're going to do this so I, i think it's at this moment it is a very interesting juncture where things are going to change but we don't really know how it's going to happen it it's going to take some time before we establish systems establish it's like it's a meeting of cultures so meeting of cultures will always create confusions create uh, antagonisms create love and i and i think and i think that things will work out in the end but but you talked about the tensions it hasn't been successful in the past and then of course we've had slumdog and and then everybody's vision changes yeah but slumdog is 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 a is a very very f- wrong thing to look at because slumdog is a british film and then it's like you know it's a big british film that comes to shoot shoot in india with a lot of money so everybody is very happy because people are getting paid lots of money so it's not it's not really a co-production it is not a co-production because 100% british money so that's a bad example i would for me it's a it's a bad example i think there are other films that have been that have been that have been done which are co-productions and we must take those examples as as, as to set our uh, uh, our ideas on so what would you say the challenges of the indian film industry now are as it meets the west but i i think that that indian cinema there are two ways two kinds there are two kinds of cinema there's the big big budget cinema which wants to basically conquer markets so that's that's a different it has a colonizing attitude which which i'm not really interested in i'm more interested in 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 an exchange of ideas an exchange of of a kind of cinema that i make which is which is more uh, a critique which which questions which makes people think more uh, so I really think that that what we need is is more exchanges in this field where you know a sound recorder is from France or from Denmark or from the UK works with an Indian director and an Indian director works and and that that kind of human exchange which could be exchange of ideas exchange of creativity exchange of technical know-how in your talk after your film you did say that you chose the sound engineers yourself that could travel on your film is it a really basic things it is because you know it's 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 normal i mean there are a lot of indians who can't travel when they when you know i i meet a lot of indians in in the west and they say like oh my god we can't you know you it's terrible the food it's too cold it's you know we don't we don't like it here and likewise i i meet a lot of westerners when they are in india they just can't handle the food or the heat or or the flies and and these things are important so you have to find people who can travel who can you know because it it is very tough you know we are working you know 14 hours 15 hours a day so it's you know you need people who can travel and and as you are talking to me there is a food demonstration going on in the the post um production phase of your film and the little reception that we're now uh, part of i think we can probably hear the the frying and the crackling as things uh, go in, into the pan and but, but events like this uh, at the judge uh, they're terribly important in bringing east and west together aren't they absolutely absolutely because when i was when i was when i when they contacted me and they said like you know would you like to come to this thing and i you know went up to the judge uh, school website and i said oh my god why do they want me there you know what what's the connection how but i'm i'm so happy that i'm here because i met a lot of people who i would never meet in my life because uh, i don't i don't know our paths don't cross and and they loved my film and i was very surprised because i thought you know oh my god they're going to say oh it's a boring film because it's not entertaining it's too political but actually i got lots of kudos from people and they all came up to me shook my hand and said i really loved it really loved it really interesting really and they weren't lying they were they were truthful about it now you talked about the difficulties of getting your film past the indian film censors the the frictions with pakistan the fact you did the photocopying yourself all very admirable but do you see that when the indian film industry goes corporate that it will lose some of its style 
Yes, some cinemas, some cinemas will change, but then there will always be people like me, always be people like me who want to change the way things are, who want to make films their own way, who don't want to respect the laws and 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 the codes that are impressed upon by business communities. There'll always be people like me, and it's good because people like me. Younger people like me will change the cinema, change cinema, and they bring something new into cinema. And I, I, and I think I'm very proud to do that. I love doing that, and I, and I still can hang around with people in suits and and have a chat with them and try to find out what they, what do they want to do. But I'll keep doing what I have, uh, what I have been doing because I find it more interesting and it's more hands-on cinema. But, but and you went to a French film school, so do you see it as inevitable that different? Uh, countries will produce different film industries. Like we have the American Indian film industry, we have the sort of moody family French film, don't we? Yes, of course. There's, there's, there is a, there is a, you know, uh, countries or, or nations or, or groups of people have discourses, and, and discourses are, are are decided by 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 cultures. And, and you know, there is a di- of course there is a difference in in, the, in Indian cinema, which is very different from American cinema or French cinema, but. But then we can learn from each other and make our own cinemas. It's 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 possible. I think the world. That's one good thing about globalization is that one can learn things, and you can have fusion cuisine. So I, I'm not in the favor of of saying that oh we can mix it all up and and make some kind of some kind of mixture. But we can inspire each other and learn and and evolve. Cinema can evolve into into a different style, and and I and I think it's important. We shouldn't stay. You know, we shouldn't stay frozen in in time. No, so so change, in your view, is inevitable. Change is inevitable. You can't stop it. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. People have tried in the past to you know block things up with frontiers. With you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. People. But, but all that energy in Bollywood, if you lose that, if it becomes corporate in in style, th- then actually it's it's going to die on its feet. Well, I don't think it. Maybe, maybe you're right, but then it'll evolve into something else. There's always something, somebody there who is going to try to do something different from the way normalization, you know, of of all industry, in all industries that have been, you know, people try to, you know, put it in a box and say this is the way it should be, this is the way it should, we should do it, we should. But but then human beings are like that. Human beings have rebellious streaks in them, and then that's what's nice about human beings. And you know, you can you can hold them up and put them up in a thing, but they'll you know they'll use their nails to scratch something on the wall. In your talk afterward, you also mentioned what you shot your film on. You know, you did it all yourself. You, as a film independent filmmaker, must find all of this digital technology. How accessible it is, how much you can handle it yourself, exciting because you can just make something. Absolutely, absolutely. The digital revolution has been a great boon for independent film cinema uh, because it just gives you the possibility of, you know, of. Letting your dreams come true, because in the old days, you know, you had to wait for a lot of money. You had needed a lot of because to shoot on film. It's just very accessible, much more easy, faster. Uh, we sometimes can shoot guerrilla style. We can just, you know, sneak in and shoot scenes. I think the digital revolution is is a great boon, and and thus I feel that because of the digital revolution, uh, the the planners and the and you know the, the industry trying to control will never be able to control it because there's always someone sneaking a camera and running off and shooting a film. Well, I'll, I'll let you go away to your dinner now. We've just had the Indian uh, uh, cooking demonstration. It's a pity our listeners can't smell the food as well. That's Perhaps true. one day radio will allow you to, <laughs> to smell. But, but clearly, the future of the Indian film industry as it meets the West is exciting. It is, it is. I think it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. And I hope I, hope I get to see some part of it. Thanks very much. Partho Sen Gupta, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Centre for India and Global Business podcast series today, Globalisation of the Indian Cinema, Opportunities for the West. I've enjoyed it very much, and the food beckons. 
thank you. I'm, I'm hungry myself, yes. Thank you very much. And good luck with um, Let the Wind Blow. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs>